Welcome to Refirement Life, the podcast for anyone navigating life transitions or planning to make life transitions to ensure your next years are your best years. Listen in for insightful, generous, and sometimes humorous conversation. It's time to get fired up with Christine Zamuda and Muge Wood, your hosts for this latest episode of Refirement Life. All right, we are a go. Um, hello, everyone, our dear uh, subscribers and followers. Um, today's episode will focus on thriving in retirement. Um, retirement is um, a topic that typically is on our minds, um, and it's also potentially scary and exhilarating. Um, today, we are going to talk about um, how retirement can actually create opportunities for refirement, where um, we can find ourselves at a stage in our lives with time um, to update and rewrite the script that um, we typically um, had up until this point um, to help us um, talk and think through that. Uh, we have a special guest today on our episode, um, our dear friend and colleague, Dave McDonald. Um, Dave uh, has been a friend and a colleague to us from our Microsoft careers to both me and Christine. Um, Dave retired um, from a long and successful career at Microsoft um, uh, about a year ago. And uh, he has um, quite a few reflections and insights uh, to share and help us think uh, the different dimensions of retirement and refirement um, that opens doors for new possibilities and, and create um, opportunities and challenges, just like any situation. So with that, um, uh, I will um, uh, invite Dave uh, to uh, talk a little bit, uh, Dave, about your background um, and uh, share with us uh, where you are today and um, uh, and and uh, your background essentially all right great hey first of all Christine and Muge thank you so much for inviting me I'm a big fan of the podcast um, and I'm excited to, for this conversation today um, I think I um, I guess to start um, I've had a pretty typical background I think there's a path that um, many of us go down where you know, I went to high school in Maryland. Uh, my father worked for the government. Uh, my mom stayed home and then went back to work once all of us kids were in school. Um, went to college, computer science degree from University of Maryland. Um, go Terps. And, uh, yeah, go Are you a Terp? I've, right. I've, I've adopted the school since I've lived in Maryland for so long. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fear the turtle, right? That's um, right. <laughs> yeah, so so I did the kind of the typical path, um, and um, then got a job. Um, a really, uh, it just happened to be working uh, with this new technology called Windows. So um, I was a Windows 1.0 developer back in the day, doing work for different government customers. Um, and then you know, like you do in in kind of an early career, you build your skill set. Um, and you get better and you kind of climb the ladder a little bit, um, worked on a series of projects for different customers. And then I ended up uh, um, getting hired um, by Microsoft in late 93. Um, and over the course of almost 30 years, 28 plus years at Microsoft, um, a lot happened outside as, you know, as well as inside. Um, 
met my wife. We got married. We have two wonderful kids. They're now 25 and 23, which by the way, is kind of hard to believe um, <laughs> that much time has passed. Um, you know, and we've, um, you know, and I had a really fun, successful career at Microsoft um, along the way, you know, and, and really the secret to that is to, to work hard, keep learning, um, be open for growth. Um, and uh, it was just really kind of, but the point I wanted to make really is that that's kind of a standard path. Um, and then one day you're like, okay, maybe I'm at a point where I don't need to do this anymore. Right. I, you know, and that's a little scary, I think, to think about, okay, and I'm using air quotes, you can't see it, but, you know, retirement is basically stopping doing what you've been doing your whole life, which is working towards that next step, that next phase, etc. Um, and so I was fortunate, I think I was smart, piece of advice for anyone who's listening, start saving in your 20s. Um, when in 30s, because when you get into your 50s and 60s, you'll thank your early self for you know having the discipline to you know to do that. Um, so I was fortunate to be able to retire um, almost exactly a year ago. So that that's that's amazing, Dave. Um, first of all, a couple thoughts. Uh, you are definitely not uh, typical and uh, and average. I'll say that. And uh, one thing that always stood out um, in our um, friendship and uh, working relationship is the beautiful and thoughtful emails um, that you would send to me as well as our colleagues during challenging times. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, that could be a political turmoil that's going on. It could be a personal challenge that we are handling. And um, the emails I got from you and I know our other colleagues appreciated were so thoughtful, so kind, so on point and so helpful. So um, I want to thank you for that, for the impact and uh, uh, and legacy that uh, that you left there. Um, so, um, you know, you make an interesting point that is, the, is essentially at the core of um the almost the non-financial aspect of retirement in a way, which is that, um, you know, society and self-imposed expectations, we generally work off a script, right? You go to college, yeah. you go to school as far as you can, um, and then you get a job, you support yourself and uh, bonus points for getting married and having kids and staying married even. Um, but then once you hit that particular uh, stage where um, you may move into another phase um, of not going to work, um, what do you do with this newly found freedom? And I think initially we may think, well, that is the best thing. I don't have to uh, be scared on Sundays. I don't have Sunday scariest. <laughs> Monday is as good as a Sunday um, and I'm a Friday. I'm not counting down till Friday. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> counting down till Friday. Every day is a good day. Um, and you know what could be better? Uh, but is it, right? How does that feel? So. Um, you know, starting out a year into retirement, could you share with us, um, you know, how it unfolded for you? Uh, what was that yeah, journey well, like? Yeah, I'd actually love to. And and I think you hit the nail on the head a little bit there. Um, and actually, even before I do that, thank you for your um, kind words about the emails and so forth, because to me, it's the beauty of working was that community of people that you were with. Mm-hmm. And we were all sort of had this common thing together, you know, this challenge, but also, you know, trying to achieve a lot. And so uh, you, Muge and Christine, you guys meant a lot to me as so many other people did. 
Um, and that was actually one of the first things when I retired was realizing that, hey, I don't get to, I don't see all these people anymore. All these, you know, people who I've known for years and years and, and know me and, and there's a little bit of a loss there. Mm -hmm. um, um, but anyway, very excited. The first six months, let me say it this way. The first six months are like a big vacation. It really feels that way. It's like the, the it's, longest vacation of your life. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. At one point in my career, I had a 10 week sabbatical. Um, um, but this is even, I mean, it's amazing because it takes a while for the stress. You don't even roll realize off you. it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it has to kind of leave your body, leave your mind. And it, it's the feeling like, and I totally get the Sunday comment because Sundays I would start getting really stressed by Sunday night because you're thinking about all the things you've got to do all week, right? And what you got to get done and the goals. And so that kind of takes a little while to dissipate, um, which is a beautiful thing. Um, now, I don't like the weekends as much because all the regular people are in the stores and out on the, on the roads and stuff. <laughs> Like, well, you're like you're annoyed, right? What like what are what are these people doing? Getting in my way at the supermarket? Yeah, movie is right. yeah. So stay home on Saturday and Sunday and enjoy Monday through Friday. That's my. Uh... <laughs> I would so, have never thought of that. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually it's a really it's really neat. And you know, I think the first six months for me were about you know we did some travel. Um, Including a great trip to Barcelona for my nephew's wedding, um, and um, got more involved in some hobbies. You might know I throw a lot of darts, which is a little bit of an addiction. Um, it was always a great thing when I was working because I would put the for these long meetings, I put the computer on the back of the couch and I'd go on mute and I'd throw darts for <laughs> an hour. <laughs> But so lots of darts. I'm playing volleyball with my daughter in a league. And uh, of course, there's pickleball, um, which is I know it's not tennis and you guys are into your tennis. But pickleball is for, I say, for old, old people like me. Um, but we really don't have the, you know, the outfits like the tennis players have. So I know it's not nearly as good for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll have the outfits. Maybe you could start that. You know, kind yeah. of like the dodgeball. Did you see the movie Dodgeball when they had all I their did. fun oh, yeah. outfits? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm you could bring that, that to your league. Yeah, yeah. I, I think with a, a pickleball uh, focused uh, clothing line, um, I, I think can totally get into it more. Um, uh, and uh, you know, we can debate the pros and cons of pickleball versus tennis. Um, but ultimately, um, you know, I see a lot of benefit to pickleball. Um, I recently got my uh, pickleball paddles branded with uh, Xbox. That's the kind of nerd that I am. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't like to run too much, and that's why a lot of my tennis lessons are about how to win points without running um <laughs> so <laughs> which means a greater directional control to send the ball to where the other player isn't uh which really is good. extremely difficult um so um so you know both both are great options but you know it's interesting dave how you are 
calling out, um, you have opportunity to spend more relaxed and open time uh, with your passions and along the way, maybe discover even new passions. Uh, once that, um, you know, hidden pressure of work is lifted off your shoulders, you exhale and you're like, okay, I now can actually pursue something uh, without having to return that email, without having to prepare for that presentation. Um, so what else did you feel or experience beyond well, think, the six months? Well, I think one thing that's uh, just a quick story about pickleball. My my wife and I signed up for pickleball one class. Oh, this was a while ago. And um, about after about the third week of class, my wife said, you know, what's your problem? You have to be better than everyone else in the class. Like you're so competitive, you know, and I started to realize, I think because of all of those years of work, we have a bit of a success addiction kind of a thing going on. Right. Right. So mm. anyway, and, and I, she was probably right. I was like so competitive. I wanted to be the best in pickleball one. And now, you know, I'm in pickleball two and I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting it out. You're on with, fire now. Yeah, well, well, they wait to turn a fun activity into a, a competition. It's, Come on. It's, a, it's a, you know, it's, I don't know. I think it's just something you learn and try to, I, at least I recognize it. So I'm working <laughs> on it. You know, it's a work in progress. But, um, but sure. winning is fun. Winning is fun. It is fun. You, it is right? Fun. That's You're okay. Right. It's right. okay to win. Yeah. But you shouldn't be smashing a ball at an old lady or something. <laughs> That's it. true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so lots of new hobbies and things. I got back into chess after 30 years and uh, really become kind of back into that, enjoying that and playing a lot. And uh, the world championships were just um, uh, a couple weeks ago was people, you might think I'm crazy or whatever, but it was in Kazakhstan and it started at three in the morning. So the first thing I do, I get up at seven and put the game on and I'd have like a ch watching a chess match where they move like every 20 minutes, you know, you might not think that's exciting, but I was into it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it was, it was actually one of the most exciting, uh, world championships ever. Um, so anyway, so just stuff like that. Yeah. You really open yourself up to have time to do things. So, um, so, so question for you. So I, I am um, more recently retired, refired, and I'm wondering at what point do you start to learn what day it is regularly? Because I'm uh, having trouble finding out, like, is it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? I actually even showed up to church on Saturday, dressed <laughs> to go to church. And I'm looking around in the church and like, no one's here. I went home to my husband who sometimes comes with me, sometimes doesn't. I, was, I said, why don't you tell me it wasn't Sunday? Just why? He goes, I guess I lost track too. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, I that, totally that is a it. milestone uh, that I think we aspire to achieve. At some point, you got to get there. That is the true test of uh, adapting to your um, post um, career life, your retirement life. I, I think I think that's awesome. That's to be celebrated. Exactly. I mean, don't do it every Saturday, but the podcast yes. is helping me figure out what day it is. So let's keep yes. it there rolling. Yes, you that's right. Some things on your calendar to keep you grounded for sure, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the things I learned, like what I thought I would be doing and what I was actually were doing are, you know, somewhat different. Like I, I would say 
don't make huge plans for retirement um, before you retire. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of advice I learned. Um, you know, I had expectations of getting a boat and spending a lot of time out on the water. And I just haven't had the, really, the, I hate to say I haven't had the time, but I really haven't, in a way, I've had the time, but I haven't had the drive to do what I thought I would do because it's, it's just not something I've really, maybe I didn't have the passion for it that I thought I would when I was working. So. Um, and I think another thing is you're going through a big adjustment. So just being through that adjustment and letting things come yeah. to you. And, and like you said, not being on this path to achieve, to achieve, to achieve, yeah. you, you might, you know, experience things differently. I think that's really good advice is don't make any big plans, big changes in that first year. Yep. Absolutely. For sure. That, that's, that's, very that's, interesting. Mm-hmm. that's very interesting that's... because sorry uh, Dave um, I, I'm just jumping in here because you are making me think um, it, it is like we have sort of a template of success achievement uh, at work and trying to take it and adapt it for um, retirement um, probably um, is not exactly on point for where we may want to go it requires a significant degree of adaptation and our path of achievement driven mindset um, uh, may need an overhaul I, I was speaking to a person recently and and for a particular topic uh, I said so how can I improve and she's like why do you think you have to improve all the time Um, You are doing quite fine, it looks like. Why do you think you have to improve all the time? Well, because that's the mindset we operate under. Yes, we can improve, but sometimes it's okay just be. You're perfectly fine and enough um, in uh, where you are uh, with yourself and your life. Yeah, exactly. Very true. You know, another really nice thing about having this extra time is having more time to spend with my mom. Um, She's 81. She lives two and a half hours away. Um, and when I was working and so forth, I didn't see her all that much. And my father passed away in 2019. Um, and uh, so getting really being there for her has been a huge uh, blessing, I think. Um, and um, she's really quite a quite a lady. She's uh, has a lot of interests of her own. Um, in fact, one quick story on her 80th birthday, she wanted to go skydiving. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so she invited all her, she has seven grandkids. She invited all the grandkids to come. Um, and, uh, we all went up there. It was, um, in Aberdeen, Maryland. You may know where that is. They have a sky jumping place. And I do, her yeah. whole thing was, not only did she want, she wanted the, everyone to jump with her. Um, and, but her whole thing was she had to have, she wanted a hunky guy. That's who she wanted to be like, you know, tandem jumped with, but had to be a hunk. And I like where got, this is going. Yeah. She got her <laughs> hunk. She did for sure. So they all like went up there and I was, I was so nervous. I didn't go. I was like, I didn't see any supermodels there, and I was not jumping out of an airplane. Smart, smart. Yeah, so I stayed on the ground and took pictures, but oh man, she, I mean, it was just so cool to see at 81, at 80 80 years old that she did that. And did she get 100% of her grandkids to jump with her? 
Well, so my son has special needs. He's autistic. So he uh-huh. didn't go, but the others, okay. all the others went, my That's brother amazing. and his wife. Yeah. And, and uh, the wife of um, one of my nephews all went. So yeah. Wow. Wow. And, and did they jump so though, cool. or they were spectators? They jumped. They jumped. They yeah. jumped. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So not only did she she influence them enough to come watch her, but she influenced them enough to join her. Yes, exactly. Wow. It was really fun. And we, we need all to we need to meet fun. her, and we need to have her on our podcast. She's a, she's a lot of fun. She you know she's still really sharp and doing lots of cool things. She's a I mean, you know, back up a second, I would say that it's funny how you think about how people in your life influence you and kind of your path. And of course, you know, your parents, you know, my dad was the computer geek, really technical kind of guy. Um, but my mom was really one that um, was always driven to to like do cool things and very um, people oriented and so forth. Um, and uh, so she actually just a couple of weeks ago, she does, did a paid lecture. She's a known expert, um, nationally known, um, expert in quilting and specific, you know, historic quilts. And so she put together a two hour presentation and, you know, did what we used to call an architecture design session for, uh, <laughs> basically brought the customers in and, <laughs> No, she, uh, so she's still uh, really active and it's impressive to see. Um, and it's great that to be able it. to spend more time with her. So that's that definitely. is awesome. What a legacy. I mean, a living, fun, thriving legacy she is creating for you and your family. And wow. I mean, when I think of her, like the word Shiro, like she's a Shiro. Yes. She, I'm <laughs> going to use that. I'll tell her that. That's cool. That's very cool. It's great. Great. Um, and then I guess it's funny thinking about the journey I've been on for a year. There kind of came a point where I was missing the being involved in technology. Like when I before I retired, I thought, oh, I'm going to build an iPhone app or I'm going to do something. I was never like on a day to by day basis. I wasn't really ever motivated to start the way I wanted to. So to make a long story short, a friend reached out to me who does startups in the D.C. area, um, and he had a couple companies he hooked me up with. And so I've been doing a little bit of part time consulting, um, and it's really great to be back a little bit in the world um, of technology. Um, I think I was really missing using that part of my brain and all that skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been pleasantly surprised. Um, and my ability to contribute to these companies. And, you know, you think, okay, I haven't done this for a year and maybe I'm not, you know, as valuable as I would have been, but I've actually really had some impact. And uh, um, and that's really exciting and it's been fun. So um, as long as it's not too much, um, I think it's really great to have something like that and be able to continue that, um, especially on things that you're, you can be passionate about, like what these companies are doing. Yeah, that was going to be my question to you is, is how do you make sure it's not too much? Are you putting any guardrails? Like for, for me personally, I never want to work another Monday in my life ever. <laughs> so it's hard. Well, and because it, you're working on Saturdays. 
exactly. <laughs> right. And, well, I know what Monday is, really. So maybe I can't yeah, right. <laughs> But actually, actually, I said, you know, I, if if and when, and I am thinking about doing a little bit of a, a consulting business, I would just try and work uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and and make those my available hours and see what happens. Yeah, you know, to answer your question, I don't I don't have an answer because I'm mm-hmm. not sure I'm doing a great job at it. Um, I think the hard part is setting boundaries on how much time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I had a I had a meeting, a lunch meeting downtown or in Crystal City yesterday, um, which is right across the river from DC, and uh, you know that it was hard to schedule it with the other fun things I had going on. Um, and so it isn't always, it's kind of more on their timeline time. Yeah. No, I'm going to have to figure that out. That's one of the, that's actually one of the concerns I have too. So Mm -hmm. makes sense. It is, it is interesting because I do hear this from my, um, colleagues, friends, they find themselves working harder in retirement than they did uh, with their regular jobs. Um, so I think that's fine if that is what's fulfilling or joyful. But, um, you know, keeping an eye on that probably is important. Um, and the other thing, um, Dave and Christine, you made me think is how um, there is no script, really. Um, uh, we have to continually learn, adapt, and probably ask ourselves, um, are these still serving us uh, and serving right. our uh, families, um, the common um, question and uh, reflection um, that I also um, have with myself and with some of our uh, subscribers and friends is, okay, post my um, you know career life, um, I still want to be intellectually engaged. I want yeah. to make a difference uh, in the world. Um, and it may be good if I get paid, it may be a little bit on the side. Um, and that may or may not uh, be a consideration. Um, but I think we all seek that kind of engagement. And we talked in the past uh, podcast as well, Christine shared a lot of um, studies that say um, it actually helps your longevity um, to be engaged socially, intellectually, um, mm-hmm. and contributing um, to your to yourself to your community so it, it is um it is just um feels like um they uh, hearing your reflection uh, an ongoing journey uh, we have to be comfortable with um adapting um yeah. so that we are ultimately thriving and um you know keeping a balance on things the balance across physical health mental health financial you know all of that you know still a lot of balls in the air it is not just uh, sitting around and uh, just waiting for things to happen right right and I, it's very well said and i think you know using my mom as an example she's still giving lectures at 81 and so i think she's preparing me to 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 what I'm doing and and you're right there is no script and that's just it and I think you have to figure it out for yourself and and it can change over time and that's what I've learned too Mm -hmm. for six months I mean there were a lot of days where I was just like like whatever we're gonna watch we're gonna binge this Netflix show (laughs) (laughs) why not that's Why the goal not? of today is to watch, you know, six episodes of whatever, Bridgerton or something really, I don't know if anyone saw that, it was terrible, but we watched the whole thing. <laughs> and it was like, and it's a no guilt thing, right? Right. But, but I think over time, you, you, 
least for me, and, and kind of going back to what you guys said, you need to engage that other part of your brain, the intellectual, the curiosity, the, um, you know, and, and have the opportunity to meet new people and, and create new relationships and so forth. So it's been, it's been really great um, so far. And um, it's a journey, and that's one of the things I love about your podcast is that you talk about these things, and so I get ideas, and and um, you know, kind of it, it helps me grow and uh, get better in this really this whole new stage of life. Yeah, we've learned it, it, a ton. I think we yeah. <laughs> we're so excited it, it, that it, we yeah, get it to is do a, this. it is a continuous yes, it's a continuous process of reinvention, which is uh, exciting and uh, a bit scary at times. But um, you know, you make the point, Dave. How do we meet new people um, and uh, continue to um, you know create the social connection that came um, quite readily at work? Um, and uh, I think yeah. uh, I mentioned it in our prior podcast. I I, I had a revelation recently to um, do that and that was joining the trivia night uh, at our local pub um, for the first time so um, I've never done that before I was a little intimidated it turned out being great fun Um, and so I think I'll go back every Tuesday night to this and you know what I loved about it is you have to put your phone away Um, because Mm -hmm. if you have your phone out you're going to be disqualified and your team will be very upset with you Um, so phone away for two hours uh, and just pure social engagement is wonderful Um, but on top of that uh, they have darts so uh, when I saw the darts I I thought of you I said if they were here he would be killing it Um, so I I think uh, I think next time I'm going to get into that as well and see if I can uh, make it to somewhere on that uh, circle so um, yeah but uh, but you made you made me think and ironically, the last time Dave and I saw each other, we were actually playing trivia in a pub yeah. for our fantasy there football league. We did pretty well too, Christine. I was surprised. We did. We did. <laughs> that that's that's amazing. Achievement everywhere. Um, but as long as it's joyful, right? Um, it's uh, it's all good. So as we um kind of wind down today, Christine, why don't you bring out our magic questions here? Um, yes. and. Uh, and put Dave on the spot here a little bit. Uh-oh. Yes. So Dave, we like to try and keep our an- answers like quick, spur of the moment, um, get through them. If you get through all eight in eight minutes, you get a choice of your prize, which we'll oh. offer to you. So let's let's get rolling. Uh, if you could have dinner with any historical figure, who would it be and why? Oh, wow. Jesus. How about that for an answer? Ooh, that's oh, a good one. That's awesome. The world. Is there anyone who's really maybe influenced the world more? Or mm. I don't know. I might be really intimidated by that interview. It's yeah. Wow. Sure. That would make you stop in your tracks, though. That's a good one. That's a great one. That's, That's a, a great, great one. one. We haven't gotten that answer before, by the way, Dave, as we asked the questions. Really? You made mm-hmm. us think. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. You, you may be onto a prize already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. And we're going we're gonna to keep it very um, intellectual after that, that, that answer. Um, what would be your go-to karaoke song and why? Oh, uh, notice the diversity in our terrible. questions. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible at music. I... I'm. I know Christina's probably gonna sound like blasphemy to you, but I'm. I'm horrible about knowing. My wife loves to play the "Who sings this on the radio?" because I always get it wrong. So, and she <laughs> always knows. 
So I don't know. Um, anything where I didn't have to sing. I think. Okay. Maybe you could be the backup singer to like I'm Midnight like, Train in, well, of, you, in Georgia. You can, you can choose the songs for others to sing. You You're being a producer. I'm thinking like a, I don't know, something with no lyrics would be good. Or maybe an old <laughs> Beatles song I might be able to do. There you go. Hey Jude. Hey Jude. <laughs> oh, hey Jude. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I All can right. see you um, backing that up. All right. This, this is going to be an easy one. In, uh, so... In your household, who stacks the dishwasher better, you or your wife? Um, there's or no your dog. I, after 30 years, I still don't do it right. She corrects me. She comes in. She fixes it for me. She tells me what I did wrong. I'm still in training after 30 years on the dishwasher. That surprises me with your technology background and engineering mind. I thought that. I thought it would you have been would you. optimize that process. I'm about getting it done, so I just throw it all in there. <laughs> she's more about, well, if you put this here, it doesn't get clean, so it needs to go there. Anyway, so yeah, not me. All right. all right, all right. Moving on. One word to describe yourself. What would it be? Wow. I think I like to help people. So maybe like a helper. I remember we did a we did like a personality test one time at a, at a getaway at a offsite. And mm -hmm. that was sort of what I came back with. How do I help other people be successful? Cause I always felt like if I could do that, then that would be the best way. To... And probably while you're enjoying the coaching of startups, because you're getting to use that naturally, you know, natural strength, natural passion. Yep, exactly. That's good. Have you ever made a decision that went against conventional wisdom and what was the outcome? Wow. I don't know. I can't think of one. I'm a classic overthinker, so <laughs> I'm not really sure if I could think of one that would be, I can't think of one. I'm sorry. I don't have That's to okay. Enough. That's okay. Okay. So this is an opportunity. Well, I think we have issued a challenge, Dave. Next time we connect, um, we're going to come back. We won't leave you alone and say, okay, where, where did you do this? Um, and, uh, I think you thought about it a lot probably. Um, but, um, you know, maybe there's an opportunity here. I'm thinking skydiving. Yeah. Well, that, I, didn't do so. I actually, I no, you didn't, but you could have. I actually changed up our last question. So this, this one, you will have to answer. What will be your own skydiving episode? For your family like what are you going to challenge them to do that oh, <laughs> would be a challenge i think hoop contest let's give them some ideas mugay yeah you know what i really would love to do would be to get a camper and just travel oh nice. wow that's nice my son is special needs he's um autistic isn't and i think if my wife and I could take him on a trip across the country and experience different national parks and mm -hmm. I think that would be just like a magical vacation for us. And so that's awesome. My wife has, my wife has like 35 or 36 cousins on one side of the family. So she's got family like everywhere. So I think that would be, uh, that yeah. would be a really phenomenal trip. That sounds but magical. Yeah, put that in motion. A lot of um, the, a lot of campers were sold during COVID. A lot of people yeah. did exactly what you are thinking of doing. Even when their kids were school age, they were just took them on the road. Yeah. Someone who did that, um, Ben Vollmer, 
you, really? you probably know Ben. At oh, Microsoft. I should reach out yeah. to Ben. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I could see him doing that. Uh-huh. That that sounds like a lot of fun, and I think uh, it uh, brings out the flexibility, spontaneous experience, um, and I know during the pandemic, campers and bicycles were uh, very hard to find. Hopefully, that's not the case anymore, and Dave, um, when you do that, please let us know. We may meet you somewhere um, okay. and uh, do a little celebration um, for be- um, this amazing milestone. Yeah. We'll bring a dartboard that we can hang up, and I'll bring hula hoops. So oh, there you go. And I can. And, and we will have the karaoke machine, and uh, we will uh, we will sing some um, bad songs. <laughs> we'll, we will find we will find the right we'll find karaoke your, uh, song. I need my karaoke song. I need yes. I need to learn one. <laughs> Well, awesome! Fun. It's been such such fun chatting with you. You gave us a lot to think about. Likewise, it's uh, exciting to see you guys, and uh, thank you for for having me on your podcast. It's been fun. Thank you. Really appreciate oh, oh. it. Well, one, yeah, one thing ahead. we do have to ask, Dave, what would you like? Either a, a Refirement Life mug, coffee mug, or a set of maracas? These are prizes for our podcast wow. guests. Yeah, and I'm sorry, you can't have both, awesome. Dave. I know you're a bit of an overachiever, but you will have to choose. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to have me back so I can try to earn the other one. Um, but I'll go with the mug. That All right. Awesome. I'll uh, use it every morning with my coffee. There you go. There you, you go. You got it. You got it. All right. So with this, I guess we'll sign off, right? Maga, anything else to share with anyone listening? Um, we are signing off. And one, one key takeaway, Dave, um, uh, yeah. having you on the um, podcast made me think is um, just you know, it's okay to throw away the script and not over plan and overthink. Um, and that is the joy of it. So I am walking away with that takeaway. Um, and um, it really um, uh, makes things uh, more flexible, more joyful, and um, maybe, you know, more courage to go try new things. So thank you for sharing that. It was a, it was a pleasure. Um, so bye for now and till the next time. All right. Well, thank you all. Take care. Thank you for listening. Our hope is to spark a little joy, inspire, and educate our listeners in ways to live an even more meaningful life. If you have reactions to share from what you've heard, please visit our website, refirement.life, to leave a voice message. You may even be featured in a future episode. To keep in touch, subscribe to our podcast, Refirement Life, using the podcast player of your choice. Always remember, you are never too old to set a new goal or to dream a new dream. Thanks again for joining us on this episode. Until next time.